first podcast in the new studio. Uh, this is a very special podcast because I'm finally able to do what I wanted, have two cameras in the studio. Of course, this isn't going to only for YouTube, obviously, but uh, okay, let's get into it. Hello, everyone. My name is Ian Savane. I am the Metal Gladiator, and I'm joined here with my younger brother, Connor Savane. Introduce yourself. Hi. I'm Ian's little brother, Connor Sylvain. Don't get any closer to the mic. Okay, so I want to explain something. This mic, we put a handkerchief on it because it's very loud for the... We're uh, recording this mic with Audacity, we're recording my mic with uh, uh, any capper screen recorder. So... Yeah. I mean, hey, look at it this way. At least I can safely sneeze on the microphone if I need to. I'd rather you not. <laughs> I'd rather you not at all, so... Okay, so, what are we gonna do? What? Well, would you like to introduce the uh, two albums we're gonna be reviewing? Yes, okay. Uh, here, okay, uh, um, here, you hold up this one, Okay. and I'll hold up this one when we say it. Wait for that camera, okay. Yeah, uh, we are reviewing... War! No. Oh, okay, I did it wrong. I'm gonna introduce oh, oh, this so one Oh, so you first. go first, yes, and then I go, I go first after. after. So, not at the same time? Shut up. <laughs> okay, I'll go first. And then you, because if, okay. if, 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 I mean, you're not gonna say war, peace, at the same time, with your own mouth. I mean, okay. you're not a vain trilogist, you can't do that. Right. Okay? You're right. So, you say war and peace, so I'll say war, and then you say peace. Okay? Okay. Alright. We are reviewing war. Peace. By Demon Hunter. <laughs> Peace. Uh, I've got them on cassettes. So. I'm off to the camera. They can see you from there. Oh my gosh. Okay, so. We'll in peace. We'll have them uh, displayed here. Displayed. If they can even see it on camera. Maybe not. They'll be able to see it here. Put Peace up there behind you. And I'll put... War right here. Okay. Alright. Let's get right into it. War and Peace. The, the, this double uh, album was released on March 1st, 2019 by, of course, Demon Hunter. One of the... Like, they were... I want to say, like, some... Those few bands that really get you into metal, this Demon Hunter was one of those bands. Obviously, like Megadeth, you know, somewhat of Metallica, I guess. Even though I still wasn't a big fan of, you know, that, that's a different story. But like Megadeth, Black Sabbath, you know, I'd say Slayer was one of the only bands that really got me into metal. But one of the bands I'd say which are more important than not Megadeth because Megadeth was a force, but. Like, it was Megadeth and I'd say Demon Hunter. Because Demon Hunter was one of the bands that I heard. Like, they were the first Christian metal band that I heard. And it, that was, like, so new to me because back then when I didn't really get music, I didn't understand it, I was like, okay, I, I, music's not really my thing. And then I heard Megadeth and I'm like, oh, cool. But I was still like, the Christian music and stuff just didn't, I mean, I, I was still all, all about the message and everything, but like the music itself didn't fit well with me. 
I mean, it kind of does now because I've grown, but like Demon Hunter was the one to open the gap to all this. Like, Megadeth and Demon Hunter are the most important bands to me when I first started listening to metal. Yeah, it's kind of the same here. I, I think that Demon Hunter was the first, like, actual metal band I listened to. I There may have been a couple others, but I never really got into them. But Demon Hunter was definitely the first that actually got me to like metal. Ian is moving Sorry. my mic. Okay, you can all see it. Well, <laughs> okay, well, if you're listening to this on a Podbean, Himalaya, or Ankle, well, hopefully I'll be expanding it to other apps and stuff. I appreciate it, but if you do want to see us in the studio and how the studio looks, watch it on YouTube. I definitely appreciate that. Just listen to this podcast on every every single one that you can listen to, to it on. Just do that. <laughs> Just okay. do that. So, first impressions of... Okay, not even listening to it, but first impressions when you first heard that Demon Hunter was releasing two albums on the same day called War and Peace. I was, like, really excited. Because... I... Especially after seeing artwork and everything, I was I was even more excited because I've I've actually never really been disappointed by something Demon Hunter has put out. I know some people have been disappointed by certain albums, but I love every single album they've ever done. So I knew that then when they were releasing two albums, that that means they're telling a very interesting story, and I was really excited to hear it, what it was yeah. going to be like. A double album. War and Peace, black and white, as you can tell from the album covers, you know. It's a very awesome concept for like a double album like that. Yeah. And it's something you don't see often at all. Especially within the Christian metal genre. Hmm. You know. I, I can't see... Uh, skillet doing this. <laughs> so, obviously. And that was the first band that just came into my mind. That. Yeah, anyway, I don't think they'd, they'd do something like that. For people who watch my channel, know my thoughts on skillet. <laughs> but I'll talk about um, them for the podcast. And it it's really cool, along with, you know, the the whole opposite thing or you know you got war and peace and black and white and stuff like that it's they've got yeah what also fits well is you know I, I'm sure everyone saw it coming is that you know war was gonna be like this extremely heavy album and then peace was a little bit softer but it wasn't too soft so both albums had the same like foundation for how they they were built the same way like both albums you know have the same kind of structure but i don't know i think it was just a really brilliant idea to do something like that because like you said you'd never really see something like that in christian music name one christian band right now Ian. 
who has done this besides Demon Hunter. Exactly. So. Demon Hunter? <laughs> Demon Hunter. <laughs> sure, I'll name five. Demon Hunter, Demon Hunter, Demon Hunter, Demon Hunter, and oh, yeah, Demon Hunter. <laughs> but here's the interesting yeah. thing. There's... I remember a while ago watching a video, you know, Ryan Clark talking about how he... Okay. Skylock. Okay, I'll back up so my voice won't be so loud. <laughs> no, that's good. Okay. So, like I was saying, you know, Ryan Clark was, was talking one time, I think it was a video or something, and he was talking about how all of his albums are kind of like, um, now I could be wrong on this, please don't get mad at me if I'm wrong. But yeah, don't quote him on this. Yeah, uh, the way I understand it is all of his albums are kind of like double albums, like, you know, you have uh, Demon Hunter, and then part two to that is uh, Summer of Darkness, and then the Triptych, and part two to that is Storm the Gates of Hell, and so they're all kind of double albums. So I, when I heard that they were actually releasing two at the same time, I'm like, that's a smart move. That's a really smart move for the way you've already been doing it. Yeah. I, I can't vouch for that 100% because I haven't heard all the albums all the way through. But two albums I've definitely heard all the way through is the third and fourth. Triptych, Triptych and, and Storm of the Gates of Hell. And I can Storm. definitely s see and understand why those are kind of like a part one, part two exactly. album. And, and for what they just did with um, extremist and um, true crimes. No, extremist outlive. and outlive. Outlive. That's the. I mean, it's very obvious that they just released kind of similar albums. Certain ways, they're not. They're not exactly the same, but they're similar. Yeah. I mean, outlive they were released the... within like two or three years of each other. So yeah, outlive was the uh, change in vocal style with the growls with uh, yeah, yeah. Ryan Clark because Extremist had that old school the yeah. same kind of thing now, now which is perfect there, there was a little bit of those kind of growls on um, yeah, uh, I we're kind of referring to Jesus Wept right the, the just, just everything I felt yeah kind of because I've only heard like a couple songs it's a little bit it. of a different vocal style I, I think there's a little bit of that on True Defiance too it's not, you don't, you don't hear it a lot with Demon Hunter. Demon Hunter is mostly the kind of yeah. deep growls and they don't really do yeah. the... But with, the, with this yeah. album, especially War, he did it a lot. Yeah, of the... It War. is, it remind, I like it because it reminds me, it, this is a band I definitely recommend for you, Dark Tr Tranquility. It's a really cool band that, I think they're... crying because every time you camera goes off I start crying because it, it cuts me off. <laughs> the camera cuts me off! Yeah. Both metaphorically and literally. Could be wrong, but I think they're Swedish. Since the Swedes know how to make metal. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like, he has like, it's a bit more screeching and high pitch yeah. in Dark Tranquility, we, but it's still kind of like that same style that Ryan Clark is doing with this. Yeah, if, if you don't know like what we're talking about, I'm just saying I'm not a vocalist. I'm not, I don't know how to growl or anything, so it's kind of hard to explain what exactly we're talking about. Just, just Ian will give the example, okay? Do one, the deep one. You actually want to? Yeah, yeah, do this, okay? 
We we turned so the did, camera. It did actually stop recording. Yeah. Okay. So it would do that noise. Yeah. That's a good thing. I'm I'm glad it's gonna do that. Okay. So yeah, but we'll edit all that. Okay. You actually want me? Yeah. Yeah. Do this. Okay. Um. I need to think of some lyrics. Because I'm trying to do Demon Hunter lyrics. Or you could no no just do what you just did the burping. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's no death. Okay. And and now do the the other thing. Uh. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that, that's what I'm trying to put out. That is what I meant. Now no, you know the no. difference of what I, we're talking I, I'm about. much better at the growling than... <laughs> that, that, made, that made me cringe. After, after I did it, it made was, me cringe. I'm like, okay. That's exactly what I was looking for. If this is ever gets like... Someone is going to edit this down and put that... My, Screeching vocals there, and they're gonna put it in a music fail compilation. <laughs> <laughs> please do that, though. Seriously, please do that. that would be, I, would, I would love that. I'll do it one more time. Or the, <laughs> the I couldn't think of any lyrics for more Peace because I was gonna try to do some. Yeah. Lyrics. But yeah, uh, I need to work on those vocals. Yeah, yeah. The growling. I like to think. Of yeah. So, so. The Ian's second example is what we were talking about. Demon Hunter yeah. did. <laughs> and, yeah. and I don't think there's ever a time that I can think of that he ever did. Yeah. Well, they do it. Deep vocals with. They bass. they do it in Beheaded in Summer of Darkness, the song Beheaded. But I think it's a featured vocalist okay. in that song. Yeah. But but yeah yeah like I was saying like he does not do any growls in War or Peace. It's all this, that style of vocals. Really? Like, I don't remember hearing... Like, I was... There was one playthrough, because I like to listen to albums a couple times, you know, to really... Or a few more mm. times, three or four, sometimes five, if I really like it. And I can't remember a single part I, when he does any deep. I wasn't really... That didn't, like, hit me. I wasn't really paying attention to... Like, I would... I, I know the songs by heart practically, but I, I, I can't. We both listened to the, this album like seven times. Yeah, I, I can't think of like the difference between his growls, his his style, and everything. I'm just so used to Ryan Clark that I don't really pay attention yeah. to what exactly he's doing. Um, okay. I have some thoughts about uh, the the change in the vocal style. I like it for what it is, and I think it fits really well with the album War, obviously, because a lot of those songs are really just awesome to sing along to and everything. But like, <clears throat> in terms of Demon Hunter as a whole, I can't help but feel just a, a tad bit disappointed with that change in direction. Mm. I understand. Like, I still, I don't hate the album, and this isn't something that's negative with the album. It is, it is a negative thing, because I am a little disappointed with it, but like, it's not, it does not kill the album or the vocal performance whatsoever. Like, I want to make that perfectly clear. Ryan Clark still did an amazing job on this album. We're, we're talking about War right now, we're not going to go into yeah. peace yet. He did an amazing job on War, and I loved, and I, I liked what I've heard for Outlived, but... You gotta remember, like the first, like the first Demon Hunter song I heard was "Not Ready to Die," and then I went into like the trip dish, you know, and everything. Yeah. Storm of the Gates of Hell, yeah. Summer of Darkness, you know, 
I love his growls. Hmm. So I can't help but feel just a little disappointed. But it's not like an overwhelming sense of disappointment that's like makes me hate the album because I still love it. You know? And I understand in some ways I do prefer what he did with the vocals because of how the music is. The, the, the direction, like he, he made the right choice in doing switching that vocal style because I don't think it would have been as good with his you know, old growls and stuff but it still gets me a little worried and this is what I mean by kind of feel disappointed it gets me a little worried for the future of Demon Hunter yeah because his, his growls have always it was the first time not ready to die and Mainly just that song and the album, Triptych. It, it was like the first time I ever heard growl vocals. It wasn't like Cannibal Corpse or these big death metal bands. It was Demon Hunter when I was introduced to the growling vocals. And Ryan Clark was the first growl vocalist I've ever heard. And it yeah. changed. Like, I, I was like, this is awesome. I want more. So thank you, Ryan Clark, for being <laughs> an amazing vocalist. You got me into the genre of death metal. I can safely say that. Because it really was. Like, his vocal style that really got me into the... Leading into the death metal direction. What, what? Let's just put it this way. Ryan's... Ryan's vocal style is so unique and everything. That somehow Demon Hunter and their growl vocals got me into metal. It got me into metal. Um, but, but, but here's the thing, is I actually don't like listening to metal music with the, with the growl vocals, because I just can't get into it. But for some reason, there's something just like so special about Ryan Clark's vocals. So even for somebody who doesn't really like growls, Demon, ha Demon, Demon Hander, <laughs> Demon, Demon hater. Demon hater got me into metal. Even though they they use the growl vocals and all that stuff, it wasn't something like Metallica that got me into metal. Because I actually listened to Demon Hunter before I ever got into Metallica and stuff like that. Yeah. But yeah, I was going into the story there because I want people to understand how kind of disappointed I was with his vocals, the change of vocals, and how worried I am. Not, I, I, I don't want to make it out like I'm super worried about Demon Hunter's future albums, and I was hugely disappointed with this album. It's not that at all. I love the album, I love the vocal styles on the album, but I just wanted to give that backstory so that you can at least kind of understand where I'm coming from. Because when it's something... Like, the song Holy Wars by Megadeth is the very first metal song I've ever heard, and it changed everything for me. Of how I view music, it inspired me to play guitar, that is the most important song to me ever. It is my favorite song of all time. No matter how much I love death metal, if you put growl vocals on Holy Wars instead of Dave Mustang, if anybody else that doesn't even sing it in Dave Mustang style, I'm gonna hate the vocals for that cover. 
Like if you start down tuning it and drop W gent style and start <laughs> playing Holy Wars, drop I'm gonna w. despise that. Like I, I'm just trying to like that's much more as a lot yeah. different from Quit. what Ryan Clark is doing here. Quit playing. But I'm just saying, like I'm just giving backstory on why this is important to me. Quit playing Holy Wars on your drop W eighteen string guitars. Yes, please. <laughs> I mean, Wait, come on. Let's talk about war. Um, Should I go first? I, well, I don't want to go track by track, but okay. What would be your favorite song? My favorite song. Yeah. Really, I'm uh, cut to fit. Cut to fit cut to fit because I heard some of the singles and although I loved them well the singles were like on my side and like the negative or something like that I just know and maybe Ash or something even though I loved them I wasn't like extremely impressed especially by like on my side I wasn't extremely impressed by that but as soon as I started listening to the album, and Cut to Fit was the first thing I heard, I was blown away. It was brilliant. I love that song. That's really good tea. Really I good tea. I have shy tea with sugar okay. and honey. That's off really topic, good. but okay. Okay, but uh, <laughs> anyway. I honestly have to say, I kind of have two favorites, because they are kind of different. Because... The one favorite could have easily been on Peace, on my side. I, I love that song, you know. And the other one that definitely deserves to be on War is No Place For You Here. I love the lyrics to that song, and I just love that song so much. That would have to be, like, my second favorite. Yes, I love it. The riff... The first time I called that play on Liquid Metal. And No Place for You Here is one of the most brilliant things Demon Hunter has ever done. Yeah. Because it's so simple, yet just magically delicious. <laughs> we are not advertised by Lucky Shark. I just want to point that out right now. I'm sorry. I'm never going to be invited back. Let's I just now realized that my head was in the way. Oh, so I just realized Yeah, that. I apologize. I can't see it. It's behind me. <laughs> I realized it from the okay. start. I just didn't tell you. You always get those albums that kind of start dying off near the end of the last few tracks. Okay, I'm not going to bash for having the last few tracks kind of start dying off because I did listen to it like six, seven times <laughs> in preparation for this so I can kind of understand but that's just something I wanted to point out because honestly even though two of my favorite songs on both of these albums are near the end I can kind of agree that it does start to kind of wear off a little bit near the end because I don't know that's just something I guess Christian bands are really good at. They re are really good at picking the first half of the album perfectly, and then it just kind of becomes meh. Like Skillet? Well, Skillet just sucks all around. Well, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. I, I like Skillet alright. But they do have a habit of putting their best songs at the very beginning, yeah. <laughs> and then nothing else. 
the only time this isn't true is is like well it's actually interesting is that they had um, I don't know if it was a single or not but they had a really popular song called Whispers in the Dark and it was actually towards the end of an album which was really strange for Skillet because <laughs> usually you would think a song like Whispers in the yeah. Dark would be tracked too. I just find that strange <laughs> overall like no I don't know if it's just because I don't pay attention to this, but it just doesn't seem like anybody releases their singles to be like the last song on the album. It's always the first couple songs, Some, and sometimes in the middle. But some then people it's just are like, doing it now. It's just like, hey, people. the first song we release for this album is going to be the last song on the album. <laughs> it, 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 it has been happening a lot with some bands. Alright, let's talk about musicianship in the music. We did enough about vocals. The lyrics are fantastic. I find myself just... I, I, I was literally... I don't do this often. Well, I do... I actually do this a lot more often when I'm home alone. I, I actually do sing along with albums I listen to. And War was definitely one that I started singing along to. But I do want to do vocal covers, so I might do some vocal covers from War. Definitely let's let's no hear. Let's hear something, Ian. No, let's, right. he, let's hear something. <laughs> <laughs> we'll wait. I want that to look. We, we I'm want, not just gonna break a vocal. We, we want to hear that that awesome growl again. That you. What? Okay, I'm just burping. Now. He's just burping. No, but really. Okay, so war. Uh, guitar walk. Uh, do you know exactly when they switched, like, lead guitar? No. Because it shows. Like, I'm not saying that in a negative sense, but, like, when you listen to their old stuff and their new stuff, especially, like, Outlive and War and Peace, it's quite different. They, they did change guitar, right? Possibly. They have a couple of guitars. That, well, you're talking about lead guitar. Oh, oh, I, I'm, I'm not... To. I know they've changed... They've obviously changed some band members. Okay. I'm just not... Because I'd be shocked if winning the same guitarist Maybe some of Darkness are still did yeah. War and Peace. That will blow my mind because it's so different I wouldn't say so different, and this isn't a negative thing at all. I love the guitar walk, but it it does it is different. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very different. Something, something tells me that maybe a new person joined at like True Defiance or something, but I could be wrong. I, I don't know. Because extremists still kind of had that uh, classic David Hunter guitar wise. Yeah, they. I don't know. They change about every album. True. So I don't know. Defiance. But it's just like... But yeah, that wasn't a negative thing whatsoever. Guitar work on this album. The guitars, the bass, the drums, it was all awesome. It was awesome. I love the guitar well, work. Especially Cut to Fit. <laughs> yes. But... The drums... It, and it, I'm not trying to, you know, 
say that Demon Hunter's horrible or anything, but like the drums in Demon Hunter compared to other bands have never really just impressed me that much. I mean, they're, they're good, there's just not as full as other bands. I mean, well, comp just keep this in mind, no one's Mike Portnoy. Well, Neil yes. But, um, I'm just saying. Uh, yes. They're not playing prop yes. music. <laughs> but, it's, the drums <laughs> is good, the drummer was excellent for his, what he does, he's a master yeah. of his craft. I think all, yeah. all the members are masters of their craft, you know. And you know, I'm I'm a little upset that somebody <laughs> somebody pointed this out to me because now every time I listen to, do you want me to point this out to you? I I hear it, I I hear it when I listen to it every time because somebody pointed it out to me. Okay. I'm scared. <laughs> but the mixing on Outlive is it's at least like like if you listen like with headphones or earphones or something. The hi-hat is, like, only coming through your left ear. And and then, that's not just a problem with my headphones. It's, like, it's, yeah. I'm pretty sure that it's something with the mixing. That, that might be something that I probably would pick up on by myself. Definitely. Yeah. Because. And it's, it's very annoying. I like my hi-hat. To yeah, be heard in both ears. I, I don't think they did it on War and Peace, but I, I could be wrong, but, like... It was just weird for Outlive. I mean, Outlive was just a weird album overall. It was really good, but it was also just weird in certain ways. Yeah. I can't really say the same with the... Uh, I don't know what it's like, because I don't... I, I never really... I think I only listened to War and Peace all the way through, like, at least once with headphones. Mm. Everything else has been on speaker. Yeah. Because I've been at work, and I just... I'm in the back. I'm sure maybe some people know this, maybe don't. But I, I woke at Chick Fil A and I was in the back, breading chicken to Dean Hunter. So metal. Yep, that's metal. But <laughs> for the guitar, I'm part, sure Demon Hunter would be proud. First move. <laughs> Cut to fit though the. The clean bridge is one of the most brilliant things I've ever heard from Demon Hunter. Oh, that is something I want to go into because <laughs> I love it, but this is just kind of like a comedic thing. Like, this is not negative at all. Every time I hear it, I feel like they're going to start going into... I feel like Ryan Clark is just going to put a cowboy hat on and be like, You got a friend in me. Oh my gosh. <laughs> every single time I hear that, that jazziness, That's... it just sounds like they're going to break into a friend. You got a friend in me. <laughs> That's <funny. laughs> From Toy Story. See, the, the, weird, the weird thing about the, the, the clean section is that when I hear it, I'm like... Maybe it could have gone longer, but then when I think further, I'm like, actually, because it's so short, it, it, it's rare, like it's rarity, like it. That's what makes it good. Like it's it, the shortness of it has yeah. makes its value. But I'm also upset because like, why couldn't it? Why couldn't it have been longer? <laughs> yes, yeah. it's, it's like a. It's it's I'm, very strange. I'm actually, I'm actually really glad you pointed that out because. Yeah, I don't know if you remember, but I'm looking at it right now, because my vinyl collection is right behind this camera. But when I was listening to the 
the album The End of an Era by Inferi. It was like a 40 something minute album, it was very technical death metal. Like one part in the album they break into like this acoustic part. Mm. One part, one song, just acoustic. And I pointed out how I love when death metal bands do that, but it was only one part in the album. Same thing here, it was only that one part in the entire mm. album that it went in, into that kind of like yeah. different style. It was almost like a jazz-like guitar. Yeah, like in jazz fusion-like guitar. And it's like, um, it's, it's kind of the, that, the shortness of it though, like how short it is in the song, it, it also kind of reminds me of, um, why I like the song In Time so much. It's on Extremist. Because In Time, it's a really heavy song and stuff, but it ends... The outro is just this beautiful acoustic guitar, and it's just, it adds something just amazing to the album, just that beautiful acoustic to end out the really heavy song. Yeah, I like that, like if the acoustic, okay, so let me put this, I, I go in detail with things like this because I like to go in detail with music, obviously, because I had like a 20 minute rant on Ryan Clark's vocals, so, but like, um, as a band, if you're playing just, doesn't matter what genre, metal, in metal, but you're playing metal, and obviously, yes, stuff like jazz, having like a little jazz guitar fits in really well, and acoustic fits in perfectly as long as you're writing it good you know but like if you're not a band like say Dream Theater or especially Opeth who use a lot of acoustic guitar and a, a lot of songs you know it that that's like a big part of their sound is mixing acoustic with like pro leaves a better impression when you do like these very short acoustic parts when you're a band that doesn't have like acoustic when you're like Opeth and you don't have an acoustic part in every song just like Demon Hunter with Cut to Fit they don't put jazz jazzy like guitar in every song so it leaves an, it leaves a much better impression and replayability for that song and that's honestly I'd have to say even though Cut to Fit is a fantastic song I have to say that the, that is the best part about that song. It is. It really is. And it really makes the song. It, like, it's hard to really describe it in detail. But I'll do the best I can. Well, I, I kind of I, I explain a lot. But like, you think it's like almost a five minute song, like four minutes or something, you know, it's almost a five minute song and the best part about it and the one reason you, you replay it a lot is the part that's near the end that says something but it also says something for the song because how like the song complements that part that different style a different genre that's in that is implemented into the song the guitar work in the song complements it even though it's a completely different genre from that part. Mm. And that's why it's 
sticks out to you, it sticks out to me, and a lot of other people, I'm sure. Because, it says, I mean, if you think about this stuff while you're writing, it would be much harder to pull off. It kind of has to just come from the heart, really, and it just kind of has to flow into it. Because I can't really, when I'm, like, thinking I want to put an acoustic in this song, because I, I just want acoustic to be in this album, even though there's no acoustic in this album, mm. then it's going to feel forced. That's how, that's my point of view on this. Yeah. I always think, when I go on these long rants, I always just kind of like think about what I just said, and I'm just like, am I overanalyzing this? <laughs> but, I that, not. that's, that's the beauty of music, man. It's all, you can interpret it how you like. And, it's and that's how I interpreted that. It's interesting that you said it was towards the end of the song and stuff. And that's, that's something cool because... I've, I've listened to so much music that at this point, if it doesn't impress me, I like to have I like have to force myself to listen to the whole song. And it's like, right. when something is at the end of the song that you are looking forward to, then it's a lot different. I mean, this is a weird example. Okay, totally weird. And nothing you'd really ever hear me say. But why do, li why do people listen to the song Freebird? Because it's they like want to yell at guitars to play Freebird? It's, it's, <laughs> it's like a nine minute song, but why do people listen to it? Because they want to hear like the long, like four minute solo at the end of the song. And that's what makes the song special. Is that you can have a good enough uh, foundation for the song, but then have that part at the end that everyone is really excited about that they know is coming not oh i really love the intro to this song but then it then it gets bad it's like it, that's a problem with mo most like you know like 80s hair metal bands and stuff it's like oh yeah the intro to that song is amazing and i love the chorus of that song but <laughs> the verse is crap and the solo is boring <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah yeah um on my side, as I mentioned, that was my favorite song. And mm. some disagreement. Cut to fit to <laughs> on my side was a really good fit because it's kind of it kind of throws you off because on my yeah. side could easily have been on peace and it was much more in the peace style than the war style. That's why it actually like kind of disappointed me. I, I would have liked it more if it was on piece because when I heard the heavy the really heavy chugs and everything and then the clean vocals it just threw me off. Yeah. Because I expected him him to start that's, growling. That's what I that's what I liked about it though. Is it three I like it but it's I like, also like wow. don't. It's so weird. Like I feel like if there were growls in it, the song probably wouldn't be as good. But it's hard to, to like, truly know that, because I just, I want to hear the growls. I think no growls on, uh, on my side was a good choice. Obviously, yeah. it is. I, it's like a lot of stuff on piece. You can't really yeah. picture it with growls. And it, it's a single and stuff. It's played on the radio a lot. Yeah. It's very, it's been very successful. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, 
Unbound is another good one. Now, here's a here's a question though, because I I feel like these songs are very similar. Do you prefer Unbound or Ash? I would have to say Unbound. Okay. Yeah, those songs all kind of similar, but uh, one song I do want to go into real quick, and this is kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier of how it kind of starts to drag near the end of the album. Uh, Lesser Gods. I like the song. I honestly love the song. But, like, I kind of felt like it was a bit too long. Hmm. Because it was, like, a five-plus-minute song. I can see where you're coming from there, but it's also, like... One of the most epic, like, outros yeah. ever, just because of the chorus and everything. You know, yeah, sacrifice I mean, yourself or bow to, le to lesser gods. Yeah, and it coolest. was a great, great song. But, obviously, the uh, things being dragged out is not as big as a, of a deal with this album than it is with a lot of other albums. I mean, you could count... 20 more albums. If I think about it, I can count it up to like 20 to 30 more albums that are in the same genre, probably, if I really take the time to do this, that drag more so than war. Yeah. Probably not 30, but probably around 20. So, yeah. um, uh, but yeah, uh, On My Side, No Place For You Here are definitely my favorite song. And then right after that would definitely be like Cut To Fit. Yeah. Uh, no Place We Here was actually the first song I heard on this album. Because it played on Liquid Metal, and I was like, oh, Demon Hunter. Mm. And I was like... <laughs> I was like, wow, yeah! Yeah. Now, there's, there's another song I remember liking, but I can't remember what it was called, which is really strange. It's, it's that song before Lesser Gods. We gotta check album, it. So we gotta check. check this. The song before Lesser Gods, Leave Me Alone. Leave Me Alone. I Leave actually me, really okay. liked that song. I enjoyed that. Okay, let's just go ahead and... Okay, we'll do this before we start talking in, about peace, but... Okay. I'm gonna read off the track list, and then after that, you we'll go right into peace. Well, before that, one one little thing. Um, with... Because I mentioned how war was heavier, though. You know, heavy, and then peace was a little bit calmer. It's still for for people who were expecting something really heavy, like the the Demon Hunter fans that really wanted something heavy. I mean, it can be a little bit disappointing because I I really don't think that Demon Hunter is ever going to do anything like The World Is a Thorn ever again. Which I don't know if people really like that one. I thought it was good. Yeah. The World Is a Thorn was their heaviest album. And Cross to Bear was the last song. Um, it's on Extremist. The song Cross to Bear is the last song that they ever did that was just heavy. Songs on this album come close in certain ways. But I don't think they're ever going to release a heavier song than Cross to Bear. It's something that's not on um, The World of the Thorn. So I just want to point... Yeah point that out it's like I think I don't think Demon Hunter's really gonna 
get any heavier at this yeah. point. I think their heavy days are about over. Yeah, uh, they could surprise us. They, that would be they usually cool. surprise us. But, but yeah, like, um, I do kind of see where people are kind of disappointed with the guitar work, of, of like the heaviness, but the guitar, the direction in the music did not disappoint me as much as the direction in the vocal style. Mm -hmm. Just pointing that out. Still love the album. But um, I'm if we're done talking about this album, we're going to read yep. the track list off. And then you can read the track list for Peace. And then we're going to talk about that. Yeah, and we'll talk about that. Because I think I've we've said enough about this album. Yeah. But um, of course, all these songs are awesome. I, I'd say the my least favorite, and I kind of feel like the weakest part in the album, was Ash. Really? You, you know what my least favorite was? The song that I probably listened to the least on the whole album. Negative? No, I oh. love the negative. Okay. I was just saying that because you know that's the title of the song, the negative. So nobody <laughs> no. doesn't like it. Actually, it was it was Gray Matter. Okay, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, Gray Matter and Ash. It's like that ballad, but it wasn't. Yeah. A demon hunter ballad. It wasn't the awesome ballad that, that you always. I'd say okay. Let expect. me read them off, and then I'll say. Well, I'll say like close enough. Gray Matter and Ash were kind of ones that I'd say skippable, but they're still good songs. Close enough, though. I, I love that. Uh, cut to fit. On My Side, Close Enough, Unbound, Grey Matter, The Negative, Ash, No Place For You Here, Leave Me Alone, and Lesser Gods. That is the track listing for Demon Hunter Wall. 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 We didn't talk about Close Enough. That was a good song. It, it was a good song. It was like. I, I liked what they did at the beginning. I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, I did too for some reason. I listened to it for a while, but now it's like, it's a little bit hard. I only listen to certain parts, you know? But yeah. like, it was really wise having like a solo at the beginning riff of the song. Like, that was a pretty cool thing to do. But Peace. We have More Than Bones. I Don't Believe You. Wait, wait, wait. What you said earlier. Okay. I will read this off again since you don't want to believe me. Cut to fit. On my side, close enough. Okay, I'll put up my finger. Cut to fit. On my side, close enough. Unbound. Gray matter. The negative. Ash. No place for you here. Leave me alone. Lesser gods. Don't. Wait, okay, come on. You listen to the album too. You should know the track listening to that. Okay, start over. I'm sorry. Start over. Okay. Yes. More than bones. I don't believe you. I just freaking read the track listing to you. I just read it! I read it twice! Okay? Do I need to read it again? Uh, I don't think so. If you want to. I, I, well, apparently you, you don't read, believe you me! You want me to read mine? I can read... I, I believe you. I believe you. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, start over okay. okay. More than bones. I don't believe you. <laughs> oh my god! Gosh! Okay, you know what? This isn't gonna work. Get out of my studio. Get out of my what? studio. You wanna Dude. make a big deal? Can't even. Okay, get out of my studio. I'm just, I'm on, just reading on. the track list. What? I'm just reading the track list to you. More than bones. Oh, the, the actual. Uh... I don't believe you. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm so sorry. Okay, um, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry for all the headphone users. Your ears just got. They're, they're probably bleeding because of the audio there. I'm sorry. I don't believe you is actually... 
actually track two. That's a, the, the name of track two on peace. I thought he was saying that he didn't believe me. That I, I don't believe you. I don't believe you. More than bones. I don't believe you. Loneliness. Peace. When the devil come, time only takes. Two ways. Recuse myself. Bet my life. And fear is not my guide. Okay. Let's go into this. I'm... Okay. I have to say this. I'm just going to start off with this. Because it may be a little... I don't know if it will be controversial. Maybe. I like peace more than war. Mm. I like peace more than war. Oh! Drop, 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 no. Below, no. Tell me what how much what is this? What is this? Fake demon hunter witchcraft. This is. It was. Okay, so I love demon hunter's like ballads. You could say. Right. Like you know how everybody has kind of like ballads. They're like bohemian rhapsodies. You know. I feel like demon hunter has like. Like, 1,000 Apologies is definitely, like, a fair, mm. like, Bohemian Rhapsody. And I just want to point this out because I definitely want to make a video or, or, or on this podcast. I want to talk about, like, bands' Bohemian Rhapsodies. Like, a whole episode based on bands' epics. They're basically their Bohemian Rhapsody. Because Bohemian Rhapsody is, like, a ballad. It's an epic. It's the best yeah. out of all of them, you know. It's a ballad and it's epic at the same time. Yeah. But yeah, right. I want to put a whole podcast episode into that. Anyway, like, so I really like the more melodic, more softer side, the ballad side of Demon Hunter. So I really wanted an album neatly based on that. Yeah. And I honestly have to say that I got it. Yeah. I got that album. Thank you. I got that album. I, the Demon Hunter album I wanted was not heavy. I'm so surprised because like Demon Hunter was one of my favorite bands of all time. But it's like I didn't. The the my most wanted Demon Hunter album was not a heavy metal album. You could say. Yeah. I mean, it's still you know metal. They're still a metal band. Just because you put out one album that's not metal doesn't make you not a metal band. It's still got distorted guitars. Yeah. Anything. And you know, there's there's only... At first I thought there wasn't any, but I think there's one song of this album that actually has a little bit of growl vocals. I think it's, uh... It's either, like, Time Only Takes or it's Two Ways, I think. Yeah, I could be wrong. Okay, okay. Th those really, are two songs I, that I kind of forget about. Yeah. There's a, a lot of middle ground songs near the middle of the okay. album yeah. that are kind of forgettable but that's just kind of how it is with albums in general yeah you always remember the beginning and the end much more than you do not saying that's a negative thing that's just kind of like how yeah. I walk you know how I guess the human brain walks is when you are listening to an album you mm. kind of pay more attention especially if you're playing it for like background music you pay more attention to the beginning in the end, because if it's an album you listen to, you recognize where it's gonna end. Yeah. 
so as background music and that's half the time when I was listening to both of these albums I, it was background music you know while I walk and everything I was yeah. still paying attention to it and stuff but so yeah. I did yeah. you know that's how human brain works I guess it is hard to pay attention to the middle songs yeah Which unless you are sitting down and listen yeah. solely listening to it then it's easy like you you have the headphones in you can listen to all the instruments yeah. really take it in you know that's the best way to listen to music yeah, Especially forced time listening to anything. That's how I perform. Yeah. I don't want to listen to... I, I don't like it when people are like... Or they're just like, we're going to put background music... They, like, they put something up, they set something up as background music that they know you haven't heard, or they're like, have you heard this? And then they set it up as like background music and they just go to whatever they're doing. I'm just like... I don't like that. If I haven't listened to it, I want to listen to it, especially if it's something yeah. that's going to interest me. Mm -hmm. Especially if it's someone like my close friends or something recommending me something. I'd like to sit down right here at my desk, headphones, you know, listen to it. Listen to it. Yeah. So, uh, peace. So, peace. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now for my opinions on peace. You ready? Okay. It sucks! I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> he's triggered. No, actually, actually, I have a controversial opinion too. I, I well, it could be. I, I don't know. I, I actually don't know. I feel how like it's more controversial. Yeah, I don't know either. But I kind of feel like it would be more controversial to like this album more than War. Yeah. Than to dislike it more now, than War. I don't dislike it more than War, and I don't like it more than War. I just look at them as equal. I mean, I like different things about them, but True. but. I love this album. It's, um, I don't know. It, there's something just special about it to me, I guess. It's, oh yeah. It's good. There's, there's not much to say about it. I mean, I could dig into the songs. I mean, I mean Okay, so yeah. pick your three favorites. I'll so do the same. Three, three favorites. favorites. So, um, this is hard. I'm gonna have to say, probably I don't believe you. Um, uh, fear is not my guide, and it's it's hard to decide between like when the devil come and loneliness. But I'd say that those are some of my favorite songs. Uh, my favorites, my three favorites are uh, More Than Bones, Evil, as like my number two slot, Evil, because I kind of can't decide on them, but I'm not putting, I'm not like cheating and putting four songs as my favorite. I'll kind of say draw, Loneliness or Peace as mm. number two, and then probably my favorite song on the album is excuse myself excuse myself really yes okay i love that song i loved it the first time i listened to it. now i will point out when the devil comes is one song on my first two listens that i did not like it was like the only song in this album i actually loved that i did not like at all but it is growing on me 
And I have to say I that I really do like this song. I, I really do like When yeah. the Devil Comes. It's a good song. I love the acoustic, though. That As soon as I heard the acoustic, I'm like, yes! Yeah. Yes! They're, they're doing a full-on acoustic song, and I love that. Yeah! With how much I love ballads, I don't know why it didn't sit with yeah. sit well with me. Some, some songs just don't. Now, yeah, I, I do like the song. Now... If we talk about least favorite songs, though, that that's that's a little bit different because this song is kind of like really good, but also there's those songs that it's like uh, I don't really like listening to it. But I think it's that way with War and Peace. It's there's just those like yeah. filler songs. What would you say are your three like least favorites? I, I probably. Don't remember the names. <laughs> you probably don't re remember the names. Probably like in the middle. Well, I like Peace because that was kind of in the middle, and I I'd have to say I like Peace more than Loneliness. But uh, what's the last song? Because Fear not, is not my guy. Fear is not my guy. That's probably one that I wasn't. That was one of my favorites. I yeah, said. but I, I yeah. still love it, obviously, because this is. Yeah. This is this was the Demon Hunter album great. I wanted, so I, I honestly just love the album. Yeah. But I mean, obviously we have we're, we're talking about least favorites. Least favorites does not mean bad. Yeah, it doesn't mean bad. Unless we say that it's bad. <laughs> that it's bad. <laughs> Unless we say that it's bad. <laughs> yeah, but like, least favorite does not always mean bad. Because I love Fear's Not My Guy. Yeah. My, can I say my least favorites? Y you can say recuse myself, aren't you? Go, go ahead. What's, what's your least favorite? Recuse myself. <laughs> Actually, one of my least favorites would be Recuse Myself. And my other least favorite would be... What is it called? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, what is it called? I feel like I'm missing like three songs. I remember. Time Only Takes. Time Only Takes. And you know what? I'm not even going to say... I'm not even gonna say like two ways, cause like I know you probably don't care for that one, but I actually loved two ways. It it, it was actually very a very interesting song to me. Yeah. More than bones, especially the chorus, gives off the anime opening vibe for me. <laughs> like every time I hear more than oh, bones, I think of like anime opening. <laughs> it's like you know somebody has probably actually did like the. Because they do like the AMV things, like the anime music videos where they put music over the the anime stuff. They've probably done that with with the Demon Hunter stuff. I hope so, because... But it's got to be an opening. Like, it can't just be scenes from the <laughs> anime. Like, I always think of the openings of, like, all these anime. Yeah. One time I was, uh... I have to admit something, because I'm, I'm just annoyed. I love metal, and then I, I like anime. <laughs> And then I'm like, I actually listened to More Than Bones to one of the, I can't remember what opening it was, but one of the My Hero Academia openings. <laughs> and it actually worked really well. What? Like, I, I have to be serious. Like, it worked really well. And I, I just don't know why. I don't understand how Demon Hunter was able to pull off, like, the perfect I'm calling it right now. anime opening song. You can put more, to bo more Than Bones to any anime opening <laughs> and it'll work. We might have started a meme. We might have just started a new trend. <laughs> One thing I was story. a little bit disappointed by with More Than Bones is when I listened to it, I was expecting like a clean section, like cut to fit. 
but it was interesting what they did is they got a little bit heavier where as in the heavier album they got slower at the bridge and then in the slower album they yeah. got heavier in but both opening tracks as well yeah so this is a big thing to point out this is a thing to point out yeah that out. is interesting but i was really wanting the yeah. queen section and then i don't, queen section and then I don't <laughs> believe you is i i still like the song i still obviously I, there's not a song that i don't like on this album but it is one of the songs that I, I would say, I wouldn't say skippable. I don't think any of the songs are skippable, but this one I just kind of forget about because of how much I love some of the other songs. I don't believe. Oh. Are we seriously going to do this again? <laughs> no. Peace was interesting. I was not expecting, after War, like this was my first listen through, listening through it. After War, I was not expecting an actual title track. Yeah. Album title track. That was... That threw me off. I was like, it, it what's was, this song called? It was interesting. Because like, they released oh. Peace as a single. They released Peace as a single with like something like um, The Negative or something like that. Because they would release like War and, and a Peace single at the same time. And they did that like three times. It, it was very strange what they did because they did like, <clears throat> like on my side, or or I bet you they did like on my side and and um, peace or something, and then they did like the negative and recuse myself, or maybe the other way around. Hmm. And um, for their third uh, set of singles, I think they did something like, which I, which I didn't even listen to the third set, because I was just wanted to wait for the albums. They did something like Ash and like More Than Bones. Which was strange, because they released a title track and the first song on an album, both as singles. But they didn't do the same for War. Because there was no title track for War, yeah. and they didn't release Cut the Fit. It's just a strange hmm. strategy. Yeah. You gotta wonder though, with singles, is it more so the record label or the actual band? Mm. Yeah, because that is something to consider. Because that could just be—I don't—I don't know everything about the music business, but that could—I can kind of see that it maybe is the record label listening to the albums and being like, "This one seems like a single," and like releasing that. Which, maybe it is the band. It's, I have heard bands in interviews yeah. talk about how what songs were going to be singles, so I don't know. It is very strange, like, their single choice. Like, I, I don't expect, like, some of the songs I just don't expect to be singles. Like, Recuse Myself doesn't, doesn't sound like the normal single. The Negative really doesn't sound like a normal single. Yeah, I agree with that, even though Recuse Myself is, like, my favorite song Yeah. on Peace. I, I still understand that. Yeah. I don't want my favorite song to be a single. I don't know why. That's a weird pet peeve of mine. Like, I still... My opinion on a song doesn't change if it's a single. But if it's my favorite song on the album, is it's a single. It, it's weird. Your favorite, <laughs> if your favorite Skillet song is Monster, it's like, there's something wrong here. <laughs> Another song I want to talk about, actually is the song before the album closer and that's bet my life i actually really enjoyed that song and i usually don't 
like really really enjoyed the song before the end of the album. Yeah. But I enjoyed Bet My, what, Bet my what, Life. What's the last it had song? a good pace. Oh yeah, yeah. The... Fear is not my guy. Bet My Life was a really it wasn't Demon Hunter at all, but it worked. It was so yeah. good. Uh, I can't really say much else about this album. Honestly, it, like I, I feel like I've said, like honestly, this is the Demon Hunter album I wanted. Everything, I love the album. I, I like War, but I love Peace. Mmm, black and love. The difference. <laughs> okay, so I, I think War <laughs> is great, but I think. But you no, think okay. Peace is fantastically... Okay, well, we'll rate the albums I mean. in a second. But, um... I love the songs... Love the song Peace, Loneliness. Yeah. Really good. There wasn't a weak part on this album, I think. Unlike War, where it does have a couple songs that are kind of, like, forgettable. If you do have songs... Well, yeah. not, they're not necessarily forgettable, but they kind of are. If you have songs that are... Even if it's just one song that's kind of forgettable, it does kind of affect peace. Yeah, peace was not as forgettable to me. Yeah, it really yeah. wasn't. It kind of like every album, whether it has a good flow or a bad flow, it every album still has a flow. That yeah. this could be done really well, or it could be done very badly and not make it sound like it has yeah. flow. Now, what I loved about this one closing thought, it, I'm just happy I got a fully acoustic song and a fully piano song because those are two things that Demon Hunter has put has been putting in their songs. Recently, they've been putting like piano intros to songs like you got that on Outlive, the outro to Outlive, and you got I, I can't remember what it was called the outro the outro track the ending track. But, and then you got, you know, like, In Time with acoustic stuff. But I'm just happy I got When the Devil Come and Fear is Not My Guide. Both fully piano and fully acoustic. It's really good. And vo good vocals on piece, too. Definitely. I was, I, obviously, the vocal style didn't, like, change because it was still, yeah. it was still his vocal style. He didn't change his singing voice. He changed his growling vocal style and that's what kind of disappointed me a little bit with war but I was not disappointed whatsoever with beast so war what would you rate war war zero out of ten what would you, not you don't rate it zero out of ten but like between one and ten what would you rate this is a little bit hard I'd have to say seven out of ten. Just because some of the songs are forgettable, like the album didn't keep me attached to it for a long time. I'd have to agree. I'd say seven out of ten is a good rating for Wolf. Yeah. Uh, what would you rate Peace? I'd rate Peace an 8 out of 10 because it was memorable. But if we're looking on the musical side, I'd probably just call them a, like a tie. Because yeah. they both have strengths and yeah. stuff. But 
Yeah, just personal opinions. Seven out of ten for war, and eight out of ten for peace. Okay. With me, uh, seven out of ten for war, and I. I'm gonna have to go with a nine out of ten for peace. Oh, I thought you were gonna say like an eight point eight. No, I'm not gonna. I, I, I don't think it's a perfect album. It, it had its moments yeah. that were kind of lacking, but like I've said. 15 times already on this broadcast, but now I have to say 16 times because I have well, to make it an even number. Yeah. It's the album I wanted, so not out. <laughs> yeah. Should go back and count. Huh? I'm it, sure someone would do that. You know, there's no such thing as a perfect album, <clears throat> unless well, you're well, in, unless hey, you're Neil Morse. Megadeth. Neil Morse. Dream Theater. Dream Theater. Opeth. I haven't heard Opeth. Megadeth did release Rust. Iron Maiden. These are rare cases. Slayer. Neil Morse is not rare, rare. He releases an album like every year, though. And his albums are perfect. Just flawless. There's a there's, lot there's, of flawless albums. There's nothing wrong with them. There's not a single thing wrong with them. That uh, has to do with a ton of personal preference. But <laughs> I know. I'm, I'm just making a joke. But There, there are, are a lot of albums, like classic albums, that are just genre opening albums that a lot of people would agree yeah. that it's perfect, you know, those kind of albums. Like, I'm sure a lot of Thrash fans, fans, Thrash Metal fans would say Kill em All is, like, a great album, is a flawless album, just because of how it Yeah. Even though, it's, it's re it really isn't flawless, because nobody really wants to listen to, it, like, a, a really awesome, fast metal song. And then have it turn into, um, uh, what is it, Sweet Home Alabama and <laughs> the bridge, the Four Horsemen or whatever. I think it's, uh, like, Sweet Home Alabama. Okay. The, the bridge of that song is just so weird. It's anyway, so moving weird. on. So, <laughs> what do we have in store for our list, our top, okay, it's the top five. Top five. I think I've only done one top, okay, so yeah, I did one top ten. I did top ten Cannibal Corpse on the first episode, it was just me, and then... William picked the top five, top five German bands, and Ben picked top five nothing but Thieves songs. What is the top five since you were the guest? The top five this time is top five solid state record albums. So albums released by bands who are under the solid state record album label, which is the label that Demon Hunter is under. I gotta get my list. I gotta get my list too. Yeah, but you, don't, look, don't front, look at my mine, list, Ian. Mine was down there and I forgot about don't it. Don't look at my Christmas list. This is private. <sighs> He's retarded. <laughs> okay, so, honorable mentions. Do you have an honorable mention? Yes, I have two. Okay, I just have one. Wimp. So, what? Wimp. Sorry. <laughs> one, of, one of my honorable mentions isn't actually solid state, but I'm going to explain that. Yeah, so you want to go ahead and do that? Okay, yes. My first honorable mention is is this band that I thought released, I just assumed, which was bad, I assumed that they released all their albums under solid state, but the one that I was listening to was not solid state. It was released under a different record label, but I'm going to mention that anyway because I was a little bit impressed by something on the album. So, 
it was this band, a little bit of a weird name, it's this band called like Norma Jean something. And so they have this album, and apparently it wasn't actually released under Solid State, because not all their albums were released under yeah. Solid State. Yeah, I think there's only like two. This album that I was listening to called Wrongdoers. I believe it was Wrongdoers. That's one I haven't heard anything. And I was actually really impressed because there was this one song, um, can't remember a lot of it. It's something about a fire breather or something. And it started with like a minute long like bass solo. And I, <laughs> let me just tell you, I was so impressed by the bass on this album. It's, it's not just a filler instrument with this band. It's 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 more of a main instrument. They they do so much with the bass. I'm really impressed. There's there's that song with the long bass solo and everything. It's like oh, it's so good. I'm not I'm not too crazy about the vocals, but I loved it. I loved it. And how fast okay. this album was and stuff. And, but yeah, wrongdoers. That's my. Long Duos by Noma G. Yes. Okay, what's your other honorable mention? My other honorable mention um, is True Defiance by Demon Hunter. Nice, nice pick. See, I was thinking of putting Demon Hunter because obviously they're in my top five and we had the yeah, rule of like one band per album. Yeah. But not for honorable mention. You could still put a band from. Yeah. Top five in honorable mention. So, but I was thinking of putting. I guess I can just go ahead and say my honorable mention for uh, Demon Hunter was going to be um, Extremist. Because mm. that album has been growing on me a lot recently. Mm. But uh, yeah, I, mean, I would say Extremist would be one yeah. of my honorable mentions. But True Defiance. Besides the album that's obviously on my top five. This album really impresses me, because there's just so many cool things on here. I mean, with Peace, we talked about the fully acoustic song, but actually on True Defiance, they do have, a, like, a two-minute acoustic track, and that's um, Means to an End, and it's and then it goes into the song We Don't Care, and that is just one of the most epic Demon Hunter songs. This album was actually, like, really, really good. I love it. I think there's a good, I can't remember exactly, it's like either a solo or a clean section, I'd have to look at it later, but like God Forsaken, like the, I just remember the bridge of that song being really cool. Just great, great album for Demon Hunter. I'm not sure if everyone like loved it, that might be kind of controversial to say it, but I love True Defiance, it was a really good album. And I mean the Deluxe is good too, I mean I Am A Stone and stuff, that's a really good song. Um, I'm not going to go into the extremists. I want to go other Demon Hunter albums. I'll be talking about one later, but like other ones I want to go into on future episodes. But uh, my other honorable mention is I'll Always Be the Same by The Drowned God. I liked the this album. There's one reason, there's one glaring flaw for me. This is just me personal. The music was really good. It was creative, I thought. The vocals 
killed it. It's okay. This let me explain vocal styles for those not that like just don't like any kind of like guttural or screaming vocals. There's ways. This is just personal preference. This is just my opinion. But there's ways to do the screaming vocals and not actually have it screaming, just plain screaming. Like that's what I thought that this album mm. from the Drowned God was. It's just he, there's no style. There's no like vocal style in his screaming. It's just screaming. It's literally. <laughs> I felt like it was literally just screaming. That's all it was. It was not a vocal style whatsoever. I felt like it was just screaming. That's. That's just me. That's that's just me. That's the trouble with me with a lot of these solid state bands that are the vocals, where some of them are pretty unique and they kind of I have to kind of grow on them and they grow on me a little bit, you know. But like it still is a problem as I love the music way more than the vocals. The band you mentioned, I actually have not heard of or listened to. I'm gonna say you listened to a lot more than I did. Yeah, I think I but. was only missing one or two albums from the entire album list by Solid State. Yeah, where I only listened to like a few different I think bands. I only, <laughs> yeah, but I still have a top five. Like, I nearly listened to everything released by Solid State Records. <laughs> yeah, so which is good because we both have different points of views. One is me listening to a few Solid State bands and picking out these are my favorite from the bands I heard. And then Ian literally listened to everything, and he's picking out. He literally the freak music freak. I think, no, there's two bands. I'm picturing the albums in my head. I think one started with an A, and it was like Azulus or something hmm. that I missed. I didn't listen to that band. And then there was another band that I didn't listen to. I mean, everything else I listened to. Now, I want to say something, though. We don't know what our lists are. Each other's yeah. list, which we, we I'm not really curious other. because he listened to everything and I only listened to a few things. It would be really cool if some of his favorite albums are some of my favorite albums too. So because I didn't listen to as much as much. Okay, so this is what we're gonna do. I'll do number five first. You do number four first. Then I do number three first. You do number two first. And I do number okay. Four. Or do you want to start with number five? So we can kind of be surprised with both of our... Well, we're going to be surprised anyway, but... Okay. Okay, well, do you want me to start anymore? Yeah, you can go. Okay, number so five. number five is Voices by Death Therapy. Mm. Holy crap. Ooh. When I listen to this band, I listen to both of their albums. When I listen to this band, even though it's not my favorite... Even though I was more impressed by other bands, but like, holy crap. I was so awestruck by their style, their, just, their, yeah. just death therapy. I was it, awestruck it, by it. It was like, yeah. holy crap. And I have to say, it was very tough, because I really, I can't even remember the album name now. I really loved the other album, but I, I thought Voices was a lot better. Okay. I felt, not like a lot better, but like, it, it was just me kind of trying to pick... Which one I, 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 I still really can't decide which one I like more, but I think voices, I, I just picked that just to finally decide on something. So I love both of their albums, really good. But yeah, voices by Death Therapy, very surprised me. Uh, the vocals 
really good. I can't remember if it was. It's been a while since I listened to most of this stuff. Because I finished my list way before you did. Yeah. But, like, there was. I don't think it was this band, but there was some other bands that kind of took the screaming, the Drowned God vocal style. Vocal style. Sorry, it's just my opinion, but. Mm. But, like, I don't. I don't, Death Therapy, I don't think, did that, like, from memory, like, I don't, they had a very unique style to them, they were just, like, a unique band all around, they had, like, the music just was, it's hard to describe, and hopefully, I listened to most of these albums one, once, once or twice, but, like, hopefully I'll go, I'll go more into death on all these, more into death. 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 Definitely go more, more into death, death, obviously. But, like, I'll, I'll go into most of these albums in the future, in the future episodes. But, but yeah, Voices, mm -hmm. Death Therapy, number five. Cool. What is your number five? My number five. And I imagine we'll mostly talk about our album. Not, not really a discussion, but we just. Yeah, about you, you just yeah. said Okay, my number five. I was. I was Always trying <laughs> No, I was trying to put this list together quickly. So a couple of these first albums I I didn't like really grasp grasp a whole lot, but I was very impressed. Like first impressions, this is my number 5. Slave to Nothing by Fit for a King. I loved what I heard wow. from this album. I started listening to Fit for a King and I started listening to their first album and everything seemed like basic like patterns and stuff. I'm like, okay, this is pretty cool. Maybe I like this one. And then I listened, started listening to Slave for Nothing. I'm like, oh, snap. I, I was very very impressed with this album. Yeah, I do have to say something. If we did top six, that would have been number six for me. Wow. Because that was one that, I, like, obviously with me listening to literally almost everything released by Solid State, I couldn't put all this, the good stuff in the top five. Because we won't do it in the top ten because then it would be hard on you. <laughs> Who mm. doesn't struggling with finishing <laughs> anyway yeah but yeah like Slave that's, that's a good choice that is a really yeah, good I'd choice that was a really good album um <clears throat> number four for me is a, a band you mentioned earlier the Polo Similar by Norma Jean oh oh this album oh hit me like a ton of bricks oh <laughs> the of it is the vocals I love his vocals. I'm not sure if I heard that one, but maybe yeah, a little bit. Of I, I'm hoping to. I have to wait a couple paint checks, mm -hmm. but like I'm hoping to get it on vinyl because the vinyl that they have on Solid State is really cool. Wow. But yeah, this album. Woo. Norma Jean's good. They they are good. I really like their other album. That I think it's kind of new. I think it's coming out or came out this year or something. Polo Similar by Norma Jean. Number four. Okay, number four for me. Which, this, because it was thrown together last minute, now that I think about it, number five and number four could be switched around for me, or maybe equal. I 
didn't really have enough time to think about it. But just for the sake of this, I'm gonna say number four is Captors by Wolves at the Gate. Can I say something? No. Okay, yes, this is your podcast, Ian. You can say something. <laughs> <laughs> I like Wolves at the Gate, but they don't impress me. I kind of feel the they, same they way. They didn't, imp- didn't impress me like Death Therapy or Norma Jean did. Right. Or a couple other bands that I'm going to be talking about. I feel, I feel but the same way. I, it was just kind of like, I like this. It's, it's good, yeah. but it wasn't something that was like, whoa, this is really good. Yeah. W- which I have Captors as number four because I've listened to that band a lot more than Fit for a King. In the future, I'd probably switch it around to that being number five. But it's just... Cap- Captors, I, I, it's my favorite that I've heard from Wolves of the Gate, mostly for some of the... I mean, I love the intro to the album with the harvest and everything. Just the whole intro is really cool. But then I also like some of their some of their actual like ballads, like slaves and like. Well, they're they're ballads, but they also are heavy at the same time. Wolves of the Gate is pretty good at doing that, making like slower songs, but then just when you least expect it, it's like oh, hits you with a really heavy riff and stuff. So. Yeah, I, I, I do really like that. Wolves of the Gate, they don't really impress me, but they are pretty cool. They they have a they have a cover of uh, Sleepwalking by Blindside, and I really like that. Mm. Anyone anyone who covers that that band is, is pretty smart. <laughs> but, okay. Yeah, that's num- my number four. My number three, I actually own. Renovate by Off Grounds. Mm. Renovate by Earthgrounds. Number three. It's kind of, I guess, an EP because it's only like five tracks. Yeah. I know you were here when I got it. I've I've heard it. I don't think I'm... But yeah, like, this is really good stuff. Like, really heavy. Really kind of like real guttural vocals. Yeah. I definitely recommend it. I don't think they've actually released... I think it's just EPs because it's only like five tracks. But they released like two EPs. Hmm. And I hope this isn't an album because it's just like a little flimsy thing. I don't. I don't want a whole full-length album with a flimsy thing like this. I, mean, I don't <laughs> mind packaging like this, but I mean, this is like EP packaging. So. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Keep that right there. Oath. No, I can't get that. Okay. Oath. Oath. Renovate by Oathgoes, number three. Very, very cool. Okay, now my top three, though, is, is gonna blow you away, Ian. My top two? When you hear my number three, you're gonna be like, whoa. Okay, you ready? My number three is The Infinite Order by Living Sacrifice. I didn't hear that one. You are missing out. Am I though? Okay, talk about that. Okay. I didn't hear all of Living Sacrifices albums, but first impressions of this album, whoa. Like, whoa. It's it really, if you just want to listen to something just non stop heavy, 
and also groovy at the same time. <laughs> this is a good album. I, I was really impressed because I hadn't I'm listened to it. Definitely a whole lot check of, it out. I haven't listened to a. I hadn't before listened to a whole lot of Living Sacrifice. I know they had a big influence on Demon Hunter and stuff, but I I chose to listen to the Infinite Order first and stuff. I, I just and then I'm like, okay. At least for right now, this is my this is my favorite album by by this band and stuff, and one of my favorite Solid State albums that I've ever heard because it's I was just blown away. I was I was really blown away by um. Uh, the, the, um, you know, t titles are really, really bad with titles. <laughs> the second song on the album, it's, uh, I have it's an the album, so I can't help you. Yeah. <laughs> the titles. But yeah, I'm kind of bad with titles, I, too. Especially when I'm focusing on music, so. I just love, <clears throat> I, I definitely want to listen to more Living Sacrifice, because I love the album. Speaking of, my number two is Ghost Thief by Living Sacrifice. Mm. It's the, the first song in this album features Ryan Clark. I was blown away by it. Oh, oh that's their newer one, isn't yes. it? Yes. Oh, by the way, I, I looked it up. Rules of Engagement was the song I was talking about, by the way. Okay, no, we can't. Anyway. <laughs> <coughs> Ghost right. Thief was one heck of an album. Like, I love Living Sacrifice. It's the only uh, album performed by them. Like I said, I didn't hear the album you you mentioned or any of the other ones. But Ghost Thief is awesome. I love it. Style. I mean, all oh. these bands, especially on my list, they all kind of follow like the same style. But, like, just all solid state. Kind of the same genre, you know. But, like, I just really like this album. It was very, this was, it felt like an album or a band that was more thrashy than deathy. Hmm. <laughs> more thrashy than deathy. More thrashy so, than deathy. So basically, no matter what Living Sacrifice well, like, album, movie, yeah. no matter what Living Sacrifice album we picked, it was probably going to be the same. Either way, it's just like, whoa, this is the best album I've ever heard. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's my number two, Ghost Thief by Living Sacrifice. Okay, is everyone ready for my number two? You ready for this? Okay. The Storm Before the Calm by Death Therapy. That's the name of it. That's the name of it. Dude, yes. I've, just been, dude yes. I've just been waiting for this ever since yes. we mentioned Death Therapy. Oh, I love dude. it. The after Just the after the intro the voices. first the first song it's like technically the second song they have the lead singer of Project eighty six featured. I remember this now. That was so good. I mean, I mean, Voices has the Grasslands singer and the lead singer of Spoken, but I, I, I skimmed through the album some, but something just really caught my attention with their first album. So, he likes Voices more, I like The Storm Before the Comp. I, I think they're both equal, I just picked Voices so I don't have yeah. that conflict within me. <laughs> I, I, I loved, I loved, it. actually with this album, the songs in the middle were the best. 
the songs in the middle were the death therapy is special. They really are special. They're they're one it's, of a kind. It's like they they made techno like metal. It's like techno music in the background, but metal growls. But then like they also have like industrial. That's very that's what you call it, like industrial I mean, metal. As as soon as I heard the song "Day," because you know the album ends with "Night" and "Day," and when I heard "Night" was okay, but then I heard "Day," and I'm like, "This sounds like something out of a video game," but it just blew me away. It was it was that brilliant. One of the most enjoyable albums I've ever listened to. It was super catchy, super super catchy. I loved it. Okay, so my number one, you probably saw this comment. I was mentioning this album before, The Trip Team, by Demon Hunter. Of course, Connor probably saw this coming from a mile away. Yeah, cause because I saw the CD over Yeah, there. but like, no. as I was saying, how Demon Hunter was one of the bands that really got me into metal, like right after like, Megadeth. This album, okay, Rust in Peace is my all-time favorite album because it opened the gateway for metal. This album was the one that did it in the more extreme metal. Like, it got me into the, like, the death metal and stuff. Mm. So this... I will go more into that in future podcasts, obviously, but, like... The, I love it so much. It's flawless. It is an album that I would consider a 10 out of 10 flawless. I love it. So. Wow. That's my number one. I had... Yeah, I'm not gonna go through the list again, but like... Yeah, number one. The Triptych by Demon Hunter. Wow. You wanna know my number one? by Demon Hunter? You probably saw this coming. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... The Triptych by Demon Hunter. So, uh, we have... that. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of saw that coming too with you. Just, as, as, as soon as you listen to the first track, which is 30 seconds long, you already know it's going to be the most... Amazing album any, ever. That's why that's why I love <laughs> Extremis so much. Any album that starts starts with a choir. Mm. Yeah, because they start with death. If it's not yeah. like by that point, if you start the album off with a choir, there's almost no way <laughs> yeah. you can mess it up. The flame like that, that guides us home is the the best intro like yeah. to an album. I've never Going into an intro high. to an album with a choir and being hyped up to immediately be disappointed. And a funny thing, I, d I don't know if this was like a single, but it sounds like a single. Undying. It sounds like it something was. that was a single. But it's so good. I know. You you just you just love it. Usually the singles aren't, as, aren't usually yeah, the best. I don't but see anything as a single in this album. I see it as yeah. an album. But that's kind of like my thing with singles. I actually don't really like... I understand in a business sense of why yeah. bands have to release singles. But I much prefer 
no singles being released and just having the album announced and then having it be released on the day that is scheduled to be released. That would be interesting. I don't like. I like singles, but yeah. I, I, I like. I avoid them. singles. Let's put it like that. Like I don't. I'm not gonna hate there, a song just because it's a single. There, I avoid singles. There is a point where I do the avoid singles. Like I, I listened to four of the Demon Hunter tracks for War and Peace, and then after that, I avoided any of the other ones because it's like I just want to wait. I want to wait and hear it all together. Because yeah. I look at like the title track Peace. I look at that. It's not one of my favorites because I look at it as separate from the rest of the album because it was released as a single and I and I listen yeah. to it a lot separately from the album and that's why it just doesn't fit because it was released as a single and stuff. That's the problem with singles. Anything else? Um... A, a, a good thing about the triptych, one, one good thing, one reason that just adds on top of every amazingness everything that's amazing about it is that they did a cover on the album. Yeah. It's awesome. Snap <laughs> your finger, snap your neck. I love the original song too by Prong. It's, it's a really cool yeah. song. Like It's groovy, like very catchy. Yeah. Get moving kind of song. Really hypes you up. But, um, Closing thoughts, um, War and Peace I definitely recommend, and I recommend all the albums I mentioned, except the Drowned God album because though I was impressed by the music, I liked it musically, it was very hard for me to listen to because the vocals, he was literally just screaming in the microphone, mm. and it, like I don't even think it's has anything to do with production. I just think the guy was just screaming in the microphone. Yeah. Lyrics. And it just irritated me beyond. Like, I couldn't finish a single song. Yeah. By that band. I wanted to. I wanted to like... I wanted to like them because every start of the song, every intro, I got into it because of the music. I liked the music. And then vocalists... <laughs> you know, had to act like a 13-year-old. I felt that way a little bit, like, with Norma Jean, is, like, I really wanted to like it, but the vocalist just didn't impress me enough. <laughs> but one, one closing, one closing thought is, is very interesting, and neither of us, neither of us put them on our list for interesting reasons for me, and I'd like to know your reasons, but neither of us put August Burns Red on our list. I wanted to. The album Levelry was one of the first albums I was listening to, like, for this podcast, preparing myself for this podcast. Mm. And I was thinking, I'll probably do number five or something, because I knew, like, before we even considered doing this, I already listened to No Machine, I already listened to Earth Groans, and I already listened to Living Sacrifice. So I knew they were going to be in the list. And obviously Demon Hunter was going to be number one. Yeah. Go figure. The, the, yeah. the, f the first part of this podcast was about Demon Hunter. Why wouldn't we put Demon Hunter as number one for both of all this? But like, so I was going to do n number five. But then I was like, listening to a few, I was listening to like Wolves of the Gate. And I was like, I don't think Wolves of the Gate's going to rival that album. Mm. 
But then death therapy came along, and I was like, goodbye, <laughs> August Bergerad. Goodbye. Well, it was nice knowing you. Just, a lot of people do love August Burns, right? Yeah, I like them. I like them. Especially that album. That's, yeah, it is a I really good album. I don't, good album. I don't think I listened to, like, a full album by them, but, but as soon as I heard a couple songs, I just knew they weren't going to make it on my list. Because I just wasn't impressed enough by them. Yeah. It felt like a band that would probably grow on me over time, and I don't really want that. Okay, on the top I'll say. Five. I really want that okay, on the I'll, top I'll say five. this. August Bones Red is one of those bands that I have to be in a certain mood to listen to, or I just won't like them. You yeah. always have bands like that, you know. I just. Yeah. Like, for example, for me personally, I have to be in a certain mood to listen to Disturbed. If I'm if I'm not in a, <laughs> yeah. a mood to listen to Disturbed, I don't like Disturbed. I, I mean, I like the Storm as a band. I always like them, but I have to be in a certain mood to listen to them. I can't just... If I'm not in the mood, and I just put on the Storm, or someone else puts on the Storm, I'm just like, oh, gosh, I, 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 gosh, I, I, I have to be in a certain mood to listen to Metallica. <laughs> I'll talk about Metallica in a future podcast. Anyway. Yeah. Bonus disclaimer, I don't hate Metallica. Yeah. They're good. Anyway, but yeah. it is that, that is a big band. They're very famous, so, so I do want to save a podcast for that. Yeah. So. We have a couple people for that one. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm hoping to get, like, as many people as I can for a whole mega Iron Maiden episode. I don't know mm. what episode that's going to be. I was hoping cool. to have it episode 10, but that's still going to be hard, because I want to have you, William, Ben, and Nathaniel all in that yeah. episode. Probably not, no way I'm going to do that in person, but, you know. Well, anyway, so, yeah. any closing thoughts, any, you want to direct people towards your Instagram or anything like that, your YouTube channel? YouTube channel. Uh. Do it now. Go look at War Priest Band on Instagram. War Priest, yes. You got a band. Ian's the bassist. I'm the bassist. I don't get paid that I don't have a bass, so you can I'm a, I'm a, I'm a bassist. I'm a perfect Seriously, bassist. Seriously, like, like, listen, we've got great yeah. stuff coming. That, I didn't even think of that, of advertising that. So yeah, yeah. War Priest. We need to start advertising I do. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably be posting some yeah. stuff on Instagram. I know I'll probably be making a YouTube video when I get a bass, just talk about how I being introduced to bass. Probably just be titled, I got a bass. <laughs> I got the bass. And then I'm like, I got a fish. I got, a, be I a, got fish, a bass. Be a fishing video. And Look, like, I got a bass. I got a bass. I'm gonna slap my bass with a bass. <laughs> Can you do the slap, the, slap the bass with a bass. <laughs> um, I'm closing the podcast. Be old. Thank you, Connor, for being here. Had well, a blast. Yeah, I live it. here. Shut up. Anyway, my name is Ian Savane. Uh, thank you for listening to this podcast. It took a long time. I realized that I p released episode 1, 2, and 3 a month apart from each other, so I kind of got that monthly basis. Hopefully, I'm going to try to do that again. We'll see how it goes, but um, yeah, thank you for watching. Uh, watch this on, is this going to be on YouTube. Watch it on YouTube. Uh, listen to it on Podbean, it'll be on Himalaya, and hopefully others as well.
we'll see how it goes. So thank you for watching. This is Metal Gladiator Podcast. See you later.